Hello and welcome to the Bologna Journey Podcast. Today we'll be talking about how to start and grow a co-working space. My name is Shola Matthew and if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe right now because we'll be releasing as many, you know, awesome episodes as possible. So please do subscribe. So like I said, we want to talk about how to grow, how to start and grow a co-working space. Um, so let's first by start talking about you know what exactly is a co-working space. Now a co-working space is a shared workspace where people from different companies, industries, or professions work together in a communal environment. It's basically a flexible and collaborative work and um, arrangement, you know, that allows individuals to work in a professional setting while enjoying the benefits of a community. Now the key word there is community because it's very important that you have a community. We're going to talk about that more later on. Co-working space, you know, um, typically provides, at, you know, amenities such as um, high-speed internet, printing and scanning services, meeting rooms, private offices, kitchen facilities, and shared common areas. You know, these amenities actually just allow um, individuals to work efficiently and comfortably while building relationships with other professionals in the space. Now, uh, my journey into co-working space started sometimes in 2018 when I finished my Nationals Youth Service year. I was I wanted to venture into business, right, into digital marketing. So I was looking for a space to rent and you know, the spaces that I saw, um, the offices were very costly at the time. Um, I think there was a, there was one I eventually got, which I was supposed to pay. And I was then told that I had to pay for two years. It was like 300 and something thousand naira. Um, so I, I had the money at the time, but I was like, this is not what I needed to do to start the business because... If I spent 300 and something thousand to just acquire an office space, I still needed to get more like chairs, um, office amenities, which I would not be able to afford at the time. So, and that would have taken, you know, more than 60% of um, my money that I had in my startup capital. So, uh, I said to myself, this is serious, you know. And then fortunately, I was able to meet one of my friends. His name is Adura Bimi. He had an office in one of the locations in, in, in the state. And then he said, oh, what are you looking for? I said, um, office. So he was like, oh, come on, work, come on, work with me. I mean, come on, work. Just stay in my office. I don't usually use the place. You just be there. So, and truly, he doesn't often use the office it just uses as a, more like a reference point so he comes to the office and then I, we're sharing the office so i wasn't even paying anything he just gave it to me for free he was the one paying uh, but at the time you know we needed to expand because um, we needed to start doing some trainings and you know um, needed more convenience so i was looking for an office space and then one of my mentors and you know um, okay no i think it was then I just went to somewhere around an eatery. So I then was looking for an office. And then a particular guy told me that there was this flat that was free. It was a three-bedroom flat, right? And I was like, oh, wow, okay, how much is it? And they told me the price. And then uh, initially, I, 
didn't have the I couldn't transfer the exact amount, but you know, eventually I was able to transfer the money. I think it was about one hundred and sixty thousand naira, um, or eighty thousand, one hundred eighty thousand. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> you know, while I think it was one hundred and sixty, I eventually paid the first year. Uh, so I just moved into the office, and I I had a I had a house. I was I, I rented at a time, so I give out the house. You know, give out the house to someone else, uh, which gave me some money, and then I moved my. I mean, I was now living in the co-working space, one of the rooms there. <laughs> you know, so and then the other two rooms were also there. So I was using the kitchen as kitchen. I was using one of the rooms as my room, and then the other two, I made it co-working space. And there's a very big space sitting room, so that's where we also use as space. Initially, we didn't have chairs. You know, I just had one chair, and I was looking for people. Then one guy came in and you know got, you know, rented one of our space and was paying monthly. So you know, one of the things about co-working space is that it, you know, you need to be able to um, provide flexibility and a very good competitive price. So um, that is basically how we started co-working space, and then eventually I was able to. You know, I went to a particular program organized by Feed of Dreams and Skills, and in collaboration with the American Corner, you know, and the American um, Consult, the Consulate, yeah. And I won a grant, a mini grant of hundred thousand euro. That was where I used to invest in buying chairs at the co-working space. Now, you know, this space, you know, we're able to launch different communities i mean we're able to do a lot of things and then we were able to even partner with the government at the time to you know empower young people with digital skills so now that is basically how i started the co-working space how we, we were able to you know start it and eventually grow so i'm going to share with you how you can start a co-working space and how you can also grow it from my own experience so the first thing that you need to do is to conduct a market research because when it comes to co-working space, <laughs> one of the crucial things about co-working space is locate. I mean, is is the market. Do you even have market? Like, do people actually want co-working space? Sometimes, you know, there are two ways to start a business. Either you create that solution and start looking for people to to use the solution, or you have already a particular problem that is already looking for a solution and then you create a solution. I think the second one is usually the best where the problem is already existing and then you create the solution. So before starting a co-working space, it's crucial to conduct you know, a thorough market research. I didn't really conduct market research. I just realized that you know, from my own experience, I knew that I had a problem. So I, I was thinking that a lot of people also had that problem. And to be honest, some people also had the problem and were able to get um, some customers eventually. In fact, there are some people who came from, um, you know, when you know, came from another town or another state, and they use our co-working space. So the research will help you determine if there is a demand for co-working space in your area. This type of, um, um, you know, the type of amenities that those potential custom, uh, clients or customers are looking for, and the pricing and competition in your market. So you have to first identify. For example, um, are the people that you want to create the co-working space are they going to be freelancers are they going to be startups or established businesses 
you know, so then research, okay, what kind of demographic would they be? Are they going to be more, like more females or more of males or the two, the, um, both? So conduct this research and it's simple as, um, you know, you could, you could even just start by asking business around, okay, how much do you pay for your space? If you find this kind of solution, will you be able to do it? Basically conduct a research, right, to know if there is an existing market in your area. But if you have that problem, you should know that most likely there's going to be the same way. The, I mean, people looking for the same solution of the problem that you have. So the first thing is to conduct a market research. And the next thing is to find a suitable solution uh, location. You know, just like, you know, co-working space to some extent is more like a real estate, right? It's more like real estate. So you have, when it comes to real estate, location, location, location is a key. So the location of your co-working space is critical to your success, right? And one of the things that helped us when we started co-working space then in Adoikiti, uh, Nigeria is that we had we were in a very nice location. We had an e-tree just next to us. We had the um, you know um, we call it Nepa, but it's more like an electricity company beside us. We had you know where you could buy things. You know, so we had a lot of we have a very good location, and it's one of the most popular e-tree in the state at the time. So it was easy for people to locate the. Um, the environment and it's not far from the school environment, not far from the market, you know, it's just a very nice location that people could easily get. So getting a suitable location is very, very, is very, very key. So look for a location that is easily accessible, has ambu parking where people could easily park and is near public transportation. Uh, in Nigeria, for example, most places have public transportation, but don't go and get a location. And um, for example, if you're in Adwekiti, you probably, if you went to maybe like um, places like uh, housing or mission, Jana, it might be very hard for people to really get public transportation. But that place where we were in Adwekiti, in Adebayo, very easy to get um, public transportation. So uh, make sure that your location is near public transportation. You also want to ensure that the location has a good natural lighting, a quiet work environment, and provide easy access to amenities like cafes or restaurants. You know, just like I told you, <laughs> our own place is this is rest, it's just a stone throw away from the restaurant. So, because people working in the co working space will want to get something to eat and, and all of that. So, location is very, very crucial. And um, I'm going to also talk about other things like amenities eventually. So the third thing that you need to do is to build a community. You know, when we started the co-working space, we hosted free events like how to build a website, how to do this. You know, so, so many people who are in that community that we wanted to attract were able to come to the co-working space to see how what we're doing. And then we all, at a time, then we give them the offer. Okay, we're going to give you this space to use for just... I mean, for three days or for one week, you know, depending on the kind of offer that you want to give. So if people see that, oh, yeah, this place is actually nice, then, you know, they're going to use it. But that community, after our trainings or after our meetups, we then, you know, introduce the co-working space to them. And um, some of them will eventually sign up maybe for one week or for one day. At the time, we actually even offered daily packages. Um, so I'm going to talk about that in a short while. So um, build community. One, community is one of the most significant advantages of a co-working. In fact, that's one of the things that we we sell 
sell a lot, you know, when it comes to our co-working space. So we'll tell people we have a community of this, you know, where you can share um, things, you know, you can share ideas. If you need a graphic designer, a graphic designer is there. If you need a um, web designer is there, software developer is there, you know, things like that. Community actually help and it's foster, you know, growth. And so building a community of like-minded professionals is essential for attracting and retaining clients. So host events, organize workshops and encourage collaboration among, you know, your clients to foster a sense of community. So if there's a graphic designer, if there's a freelance writer or developer, make sure that they all collaborate. It has a way of building a strong community for your co-working space. The fourth step is to offer a competitive pricing right and amenity so pricing is another crucial factor in attracting and retaining clients so research how much other co-working spaces if they have you know if there are co-working spaces around you research how much they're offering you know at the time we started with a pricing of 2500 naira per month <laughs> right man that is that was almost killed our business because we had to put on generator there was no steady light in Nigeria at the time in my in my state. So we have to put on generator. You know, the two five was not enough, but it got us to attract customers, right? And then eventually we increased our prices on Western. And um, at the time we eventually created the lowest price, the different pricing tiers. So we said daily price of 500 naira. All you need is 500 naira to come and work in a day. And so at least with the 500 naira, we'll be able to buy four, you know, if we have more people coming. And then, um, you know, we now said in a week, you pay, I think it was 2,500. And then in a month, um, maybe 5,000. But eventually we increased that to say maybe um, two, two, maybe, I think it was five. To, uh, five thousand per month and seven thousand five per week. I'm not sure, <laughs> but that was you know the pricing was just there so that people would prefer the monthly package. And but there are some people, many people actually use the daily package. Well. Eventually, I think that was the time we also increased to, to one thousand. I think it was five hundred. We left that. So when we're doing our marketing, what we usually run out with with get a space for just five hundred. Because when people, you know, that is a very crazy offer. And it's true because we're not lying. Because for just 500 naira, you could come and work in a space. You don't even need chairs. Because at the time, we had a chairs. We have places, things that just bring your laptop and start working. And we're targeting with our alpha. We run alpha. We're targeting people, you know, who are in the freelance softwares and all of that. So I offer a good, you know, um, pricing and offer amenities you know one of the things that we struggled with which was one of the most important part of co-working space especially in my area was high internet speed we couldn't provide at a time we bought um you know all this um, um internet facility from a particular company in the kitty state but that the only time we enjoyed it was the first day it came and we paid it wasn't working very well anymore and we wanted a situation whereby we'll be able to provide internet for other people to use. Uh, so it was difficult to do that. But I think with with this particular, um, what is it called now, with um, this LMOX, um Wi-Fi, right, um, maybe you'll be able to do something like that. Um, so, you know, just find internet, internet uh, speed, right is very very important in high internet speed um it's, it's very important that that you're able to 
to, 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 you know, to, to get that. So yeah, that Elon Musk is called Starlink. Yeah, it's called Starlink. So if you're able to provide something like that, but you know, it might be costly too, especially if you're a startup that don't really have enough money. But if you're able to provide high speed internet, you know, it's going to help Then You know, maybe you also provide printing. At the time we had a printer, um, scanning services, then meeting rooms, um, kitchen, if possible, also provide complimentary, you know, coffee and tea, you know. So these are the things that you have to provide if you really want to attract people to your space. And especially, you know, because at the time when I started, we didn't have enough money to provide those ambience that we would have loved to imagine. You walk into a course, we said everywhere is you know, tight. And in Nigeria, for example, if you have air conditioning, it's very, very good if you have that so that people come in, you know, their mind will set you. It's good to have something like that if you have the money, right? But if you don't have so much money to start, just begin with what you have and improve upon it. So, um, you know, the, 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 this number five step is create a marketing strategy. You know, I told you that the first thing that we had was we did events, you know, we had events, a lot of events. And another strategy was we told people to also refer their friends. You know, we're not giving them money, but we encourage them to refer, especially if they like the place. Then we also ran Facebook ads, Facebook and Instagram ads, and we wrote blog posts. So Facebook and Instagram ads, we started with get a space for just 500 now. Now, if you go to Google and just search co-working space in Ekiti, most likely Go Global Hub will be the first thing you're going to see because we also made sure that we wrote an article, a blog post that, you know, that um, a blog post that is actually optimized, is SEO optimized to show whenever somebody is searching for co-working space in Ekiti State, it's going to see us or maybe searching for a hub in Ekiti, it's going to actually see us. So um, that is something that you want to do. If you have a website, it's super okay. Have be on Google My Business or now called Google Business Profile, you know, then keep up to date with trends. If you change your address, please make sure that you let everybody know. Okay. Um, so these are some of the things that we offer. Then there's something we call virtual space, which we also wanted to do at a time, but you could add it to your co-working space. Somebody might not necessarily need to be in your location, but maybe wants to start up a business, you know, you could register the person's business with your co-working space address and, you know, get the person to, to send all the business documents. Please ensure that you contact a lawyer to help you file those documents because it's very important so that you don't get people that will be using your office to do fraudulent things. Okay, so um, do paid advertising, you know, if possible, incentivize people like, you know, give them referral bonus when they invite people to your space. And continuously improve, right? Improve on your space, collect feedback regularly, implement changes if people have concerns that it's going to help you grow, you know. So starting a co-working space actually and growing it is not easy, right? It's not going to be easy to be honest with you. But if you are able to practice those things that we've listed here, I believe that um, you can get so much so much um, to do. I mean, so much to um, benefit eventually. So overall, you know, research and make sure that you offer, you know, suitable pricing, get a good location, build a community, offer competitive pricing and, you know, 
have a good marketing strategy. Uh, I hope that this world, you know, this podcast helps you to start and grow a successful co-working space. If you have any question, please send us an email at, I mean, podcast at thebiloniajourney.com podcast at thebiloniajourney.com or you could also, you know, tag us on social media like on Twitter by saying, um, ask your question, then use the hashtag thebiloniajourneypodcast, okay? I look forward to hearing from you and I hope that, you know, your co-working space by the time you start becomes successful by, you know, uh, helping other people, helping your community and growing there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bilonia Journey podcast. If you have not subscribed to our um, newsletter, please go to thebiloniajourney.com and subscribe. Have a lovely time. Bye.